Meanwhile, at Seneca Gardens... Good job defeating MODOK, X-Men. Captain Krakow is proud of you. <laughs> X-Men, it's me. Charles Xavier, Professor X. Professor? I'm in the middle of a meeting! I know, and I'm sorry that I had to come into your treehouse like this, but I'm afraid after the thing with MODOK, I think we need a little more firepower. So I introduce you, our newest mutant. She just came out as a mutant, and she's taking up a storm. Her name is Julia Fox. Yee's Muse! Welcome. Come on in here, Julia Fox. Hi. Hi. Julia. Hi. Well, what's your mutant power? Um, I don't know so much about a mutant power, but I was Scott Safdie's muse in Uncut Jobs. Oh, God, why did you say it like that? Ow! Uncut Jobs. No! Uncut Jobs. Oh, Oh, sugar, stop. Uncut Jobs. Oh, God. Oh, the agony. Wow. You're really powerful. You could defeat anybody. Thank you. Ah! Ah! Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 213 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. That is Evil Jeff. I am Brett. Together we are the Comic Book Queers. And this is our legacy. Hi. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Okay, we'll do it every time. Right, let's just change the name of our podcast to um, Uncle Jam. Uncle Jam. Uncle Jam. Uncle Jams. What? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> oh, God, Funny. she's the worst. All right, anyway. She's the worst. Or maybe How are she's you? You're lovely. The best. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not pronouncing things that way. She's not. I heard that they changed Julia Fox's um, Wikipedia page. So that under her filmography, it says Anka Jams. Like it's spelled, it's spelled like A N C A T J A M S. Oh my God. <laughs> oh goodness. What's going on? Do you have any? What are you going to hit? Ooh. Hot topics. Do you have any hot topics? Yeah, I got today? a hot. I do have a hot topic. Um, my hot topic is. How I've read comic books for the past several years has been taken away from me, and I don't know how to read comic books anymore. Thank you so much, Comixology and Amazon, for this smooth, logical improvement? Fucking assholes. I, I've been reading comics via Comixology.com on my laptop for a long time now, and that's not an option anymore. Well, you do because you know Amazon bought Comixology. You do, yeah. Amazon bought Comixology, and you do know that the future makes everything worse. I love how it's like it new does. technology is supposed to make everything better, but it somehow makes everything worse. No, everything is worse. So now my option is read comics on my phone. I mean, I did just get a Pro Max, but still, no. Or have some sort of tablet device, no. Or, do you have an Apple? Do you have a MacBook Pro? I do. Doesn't isn't there an like a Kindle app on your MacBook? Oh, this is like one too many clicks. So what? I gotta I gotta use the Kindle app to read my comics now. I guess I guess I can do that. All right, I'm rant over. 
I was impressed by how my my accounts merged. I was impressed by that. But also the new app interface, it sucks. Like you cannot go from guided view, which is like the panel by panel view to page view seamlessly. I, I, I can't get off guided view. I can't get off. Wow. Wait, wait, but is that large enough? Oh yeah. I jumped, I jumped to a new topic. Uh, wait, what? Wait, is the guided view large enough for you to read? On my phone? Yeah. I mean, if I tilt it one way as the other. Okay. You know, if it's a horizontal panel, I'll turn my phone. If it's vertical, I'll turn my phone. I mean, yeah, I like, but I want to look at whole pages now. And yeah, I hate, just, the, I hate the guided view. Fucking, I hate this fucking app and I hate fucking Amazon. Although I am on a business trip right now and I forgot undershirts and thank God for Amazon Prime. But I fucking hate because I got some undershirts sent to my hotel. But fucking, I hate fucking Amazon. Yeah. Can, uh, my sister has decided that her fuck you to Jeff Bezos is she's going to not do, she's not going to support him anymore. So she won't do Amazon Prime. Ugh. But I'll tell you what she does do makes sending things to her really difficult and annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, oh, I really need this thing. I'm like, you can just get on Amazon Prime. I can't do that. I'm like, well, I don't know what's, it's not in a store. So I guess you're not going to have that. Yeah. And you're really sticking it to Jeff Bezos. Wow. He's really feeling the pinch from not getting your business. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Bezos doesn't doesn't give a fuck. Boycott is all we have though. Yeah, but a boycott only works if millions of people are doing it. Not well, maybe everyone will catch on after hearing this episode. Oh, then yeah. you'll have two more two more people if they decide to do it. Oh, the influencers. Because both of our listeners. <laughs> We're influencers. Oh, God. You know who else is... Anyway, so to punctuate that segment, fuck you, Comixology. Okay. What am I going to do? Oh, I guess Kindle. Ugh, I hate it. You might love it. I can't. This is the end of the episode. I'm too irate. Jesus Christ. Thank you, everyone. Let's talk about something fun. We missed last week, um, but there was was something called the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we missed last week. It was Brett's birthday and then Valentine's Day. Oh, and Evil Jeff, can I just tell you, you were the first friend to text me on my birthday. Oh, because I realized I was like, oh, it's Brett's birthday tomorrow. Oh, it's and I'm like, midnight. oh, wait, but it's after midnight there. So I said, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. That's because I'm better than all of your other friends. Yeah, I, of course, was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. I will say um, we did miss it because of love and birthdays, but we did miss uh, talking about some amazing trailers that dropped on Super Bowl. I mean, we probably heard each other's screams from across the nation after the bomb that was dropped. I mean, it's such old news by now, but oh my God, in that moment. Okay, well, here, the we'll talk. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse of Madness trailer. Um, yeah. I'm watching it, and me, I'm someone that just, I don't notice details. I just pick up the whole entire thing. So I'm just absorbing it all in. And then. My fiance is like, was that, was that um, Patrick Stewart's voice? I'm like, no, he's not in this. And he's like, that was Patrick Stewart's voice. Rewind. No, that is Patrick Stewart's voice. And then he's like, who is he going to play? And then it was like, like jaw drop jaw on the floor. Are you fucking, 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what is I, happening? I screamed. So I didn't catch. I had not settled down to watch the Super Bowl yet. And I just get a text from my friend Jamie that just says, OMG. And so I know it's movie related because it's Jamie. And I was like, what? And she just wrote back trailer. And I was like, I had no idea the Doctor Strange trailer even played because I had not settled in front of TV yet. And so I just Googled the word trailer. And the first thing that come up is new Doctor Strange trailer. I was like, oh, fuck. So I watched it online or I rewound. I think I rewound because my TV can do that. Went back, watched it. It was like, how did I fucking miss this? Oh, my God. I wasn't paying attention. And then watched the whole thing. And same girl. I missed that detail. And I was like, whoa, what? Like, what are you freaking out about particularly? And she's like, the voice. And so I watched it again. And then I was like, and I texted back, is that Patrick Stewart? I mean, and that's the thing. And then screamed. So let's all just, let's all just talk about here that if that, if he's just like some dude, I will set everything on fire. Oh, he's absolutely not some dude. He's clearly Professor X. And if that is Professor X, and as he was, they were walking into a thing with a bunch of like chairs, like a throne, like a like a yeah, and Ultron bots with Ultron bots. I don't know something that could possibly be like the Illuminati. Oh, hello! Those chairs were easily for Tony Stark, Beyonce, Jay Z, total Illuminati. Yes, it's the Illuminati is coming to Doctor Strange too, and I think after Spider Man, it was like, hey, all of these movies are just in other universes, so everything is up for grabs. But if everything is yep. up for grabs, and we also saw that uh, Wanda is very heavily shown in this. One thing that I find oh, interesting Wanda. is you don't see Loki heavily in this, or Kang. yes, I thought we would see Loki and Kang more because I thought they are that they are going to be in it. So that so. Me. What? You Did we something? not see Kang? Did we see Kang? There's a lot of speculation around that Captain Marvel-esque figure. That they has show to be Wanda. Spectrum. I feel that's Spectrum or Monica Rambeau's mom. I think I it's it either. Looks like a woman. That, I know what you're talking about. That looks like a woman. It could. It does not look like a man. There was like an 8K close-up where you could argue that it's male features. And so people are saying it could be Jonathan Majors as like an Iron Lad. I guess, remember, Iron Lad is Kang, is Kang. Yes. I do not know. But I will say, I just, um, I do feel that, and then we have um, America, America Chavez. Chavez. Is going to be, it looks like she's very prominent in this as well. And, and I feel like all of that is also could possibly like if Wanda's in it, there could be some house of M type of stuff stuff. Cause if you remember America Chavez is from a different, was it the parallel worlds? What was it called where her lesbian moms were from? I forget what it was called, but it was basically the creation of Billy. Yes. And so right? wasn't Dim- Billy as the Demiurge was there. Well, it was that I was about to say it was the, the Demiurge is kind of like connected to her. And the Demiurge is also connected to Billy Wanda's son. So I'm like, there's so much stuff happening here. But then if Professor X and the Illuminati are all in it, if the idea that they're trying to stop Wanda, because a lot of these things in this trailer makes it look like Wanda is 
fighting them. Like she's absolutely that she's going to that like strange is like, I need you to help me. But then they have an impasse and she's like, oh, actually, I'm going to do this to find my kids. And he's like, no, I got to stop you. And now they're going to have a huge battle. And I bet you it has to do with her finding her kids. And I'm wondering if this is a perfect moment to bring some sort of House of M stuff in. Could this potentially this be the birth of mutants? If she has the ability to say no more mutants, maybe she's just like, let's have mutants. Maybe. There are scenes that take place in her house, her house in Westview. Yeah. In this house, there is a Scarlet Witch Wanda and um, a Wanda Wanda, both in the scene with the Wanda Wanda kind of stroking Scarlet Witch's face as Scarlet Witch kind of kneels in defeat or remorse or something in front of her. So that has to be children related. I mean, it's taking place in their home. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, <laughs> part of me thinks the the kids that were in WandaVision, so they clearly came from another dimension. Did Wanda steal those kids from a variant Wanda? Like, were those Wanda's kids in another dimension and our Wanda just kind of yanked them over to her? Or it Did she could steal be, those kids from another Wanda? Could be. Or they could be kids stolen from a Wanda that died. Like it's so. Yeah. There's, I mean, when you're, and that's the thing is I watched um, my friend, Eric Voss, who I've appeared on. Oh, I was going to bring up the new rock stars. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. I I watched the new rock stars because my friend, Eric Voss, who we are birthday twins. We have the same birthday. And there was, when we did improv together, we would like celebrate our birthdays together. Cause otherwise it was like, no, all of our. I don't think I realized you did improv. I don't think I realized you did improv with Eric Voss. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we met. Oh, that's fun. Um, but it was a thing where it was like, no, all of my improv friends are coming to my party. No, they're coming to my party. So it was like, <laughs> we're just going to have to have the party at the same place. Um, oh, cute. So uh, he was showing some pauses. I didn't even realize in a lot of these pauses, there's cartoon world. There's a cartoon world. Yeah. And, and there's when America a lot and of, Doctor Strange. Are- there's a lot of... Um, of a Captain America shield, but with a Union Jack on it. Yes, in one of the shards of glass on the poster. In yes. fact, so there, we, this is all up for grabs. We could see cartoons. Well, there's a lot of what if. Yeah. There's a lot of real, like the 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 buildings sort of dripping away into black liquid. That's what if imagery. Yes, but I'm wondering, like, like, you could, is Agent Carter going to show up? The actress, or is the cartoon of Agent? Or the Carter cartoon? Show up? Oh, that's fun. I, I've heard rumors that Haley Otwell will be one of the Illuminati as, as a real-life Captain Carter. I think that would be I've also I've also heard rumors that a superior Iron Man, so I Tony Stark post-Axis. Yes. I mean, that which would be I incredible, would hate. too. You would hate that? I would Why? hate it. Yeah, I would be like, I don't care. I think it's fun as a cameo and nothing else. Like, he's not going to be in any other movies. If they're like, oh, we're going to make a whole superior Iron well, Man with Tom Cruise, fuck it. I mean, I probably would see that as well. Same holds true. I've heard a rumor that John Krasinski is going to be an alt Reed Richards, not 616. Well, I'm sorry, not MCU Reed Richards, but 
a fairy. See, but I've also heard that they're saying in the picture of the Illuminati, the one that looks like Reed Richards, is too skinny to be him. So that there's still a chance they might oh. get someone else to play the alt Reed Richards. And then Jonathan Krasinski could still be the real Reed Richards. Who the fuck knows? All I know is when does this come out? May 4th. Yes. And I also like that it's bringing back, it looks also like um, Rachel McAdams, who's uh, Christine Palmer. She's showing up as well. And I'm curious, it looks like she's more involved. And I'm wondering if that's because it's a different universe version of her. That maybe is more powerful, maybe more Well, there are two, there are two of her. It looks like she's working. There's her getting married. Yeah. And then there's another her. It could be the same her, but it, nah, it doesn't feel like it. There's another her working in the whole Illuminati exactly. facility. And then we have Baron Mordo, who came back, and I loved him in the first Doctor Strange. That's the thing is like, but is he the original oh. one or is he a different version of one? You mean Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yes. I love him. I I love him, and I like that they picked up his thread from the first one that's like, no, I'm going to be punishing sorcerers who break the rules. Yeah. It's all coming back. It's all coming back, bastard. You rot, bastard. This is going to be a big, big movie. Yeah. Yeah. What else? We've got. What else is, is this phase five? Four? This is still four. Phase four. What, how many more till we get to phase five? I'm not sure where phase four ends. That's a really good question. Because it's Ant-Man. We still need Ant-Man. I think Quantumania is actually the end of phase four. Right. And so what else is between this and Ant-Man? There's Moon Knight. There's She-Hulk. Um, but She-Hulk's been delayed. Oh, it has? Yeah. But might but maybe just for like a few months or something. We're going to get, evidently Wakanda? in phase four. Wakanda forever? We're going to get Wakanda forever, Thor, Love and Thunder, Captain Marvel, uh, the Marvels. Um, and then Ant-Man Guardians. will be the last one. And that's here's the I, that's the other thing is, what are we going to do about Wasp? What are we going to do about Wasp? She right now, now, I think Kevin Feige is, he's, I think he's going through th- some headshots right now. She is coming out with all this anti-vax shit. Well, she was she was fucking nuts when like the pandemic started yes, when the, when but the, the vaccine I felt came it was out. Like it was like shut the fuck up, and then she's like, oh sorry, but no, she has never stopped with this, and she is now being full on a hundred percent supportive of like all the crazy shit with the people doing the protests in Canada and blockading everything and like oh we have the freedom yeah. and, and I'm just like oh no 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 no. And I, know. I guess it's the thing is like is that a good enough reason to not let someone do it no but i am questioning of whether or not she's vaccinated and i have a feeling she's not and if she's not vaccinated replace her so let's play a quick little game who should replace evangeline lily Ooh, um julia fox <laughs> oh my god i'm the wasp and my wasp i'm gonna shoot my little venom strike and cut your uncajams you know who i want to replace her as the wasp Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, have the Make real Janet. Boss. Give us yeah. an old Janet. Give us some Janet Van Dyne. On the fucking team. Fuck yeah. And you know you know what movie ends phase four, by the way? What? Fantastic Four. What? And then when is that coming out, though? No one knows. 
So phase four is still like years away. Ugh, I need phase four mutants. will probably take us into like 2023. I need some mutants. And I need Girl? Them now. Um, back to who should play the Wasp. I didn't mean to cut that game off. That sounds fun. Um, who should play the Wasp? I think I'd ra- I'd want to have someone. You know, it would be good. Uh, Kristen Bell. <gasps> I would love that. Right. I think that would be great. She has that kind of feisty personality. I would love to see her as an action She's... hero. I would love that. I would love to see like. Olivia Coleman. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, can I bring up one last thing about that Kevin Feige also said in a recent interview? Go ahead. He said Endgame was the last Avengers movie. I believe it. Do you really think there's going to be another Avengers team? I don't think we're going to have Avengers name movie. I think we'll have like the new Avengers. The young Avengers. The Young Avengers. The Old Avengers. Baby Avengers. Posh Avengers. Ginger Avengers. Pet Avengers. Avengers. Scary Avengers. <laughs> Baby Avengers. No, I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to be my Avenger, you got to get with my friends. Got to get with Michelle Pfeiffer. No. All right. B- to the last tangent I'm going to go on. In the song Wannabe, are they saying... That if what are you, you talking wanna, about all of a sudden? Well, Spice Girls, because I just sang that song. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Are they saying you have to fuck all my friends first before you fuck me? I think it's like my friends have to like you. Oh, I don't like that. I like the original one. Yeah. What about Cara Delevingne? She's, I don't know. She bugs me. I watched yeah. a thing of her like showing around her house. And she just seemed really like, I don't know. She just seemed really affected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure she's lovely and I'm sure she's nice and I'm sure she'd do a fine job, but she just seems annoying to me. What about Mila Kunis? I don't like Mila Kunis either. What I don't either. She's a really bad actress. I, how about Nina Dobrev from Vampire Diaries? Oh, fun. What about Ian Summerhalder? Um, as the, as, uh, yeah, sure. Yes. That's (laughs) Hope Van Dyne. All right. Well, anything else about Dr. Strange? No, I think we should also talk about another trailer that dropped. It's more than just a trailer. It It was was like, it was like an upfront. Yeah. The DC upfronts. (laughs) Basically the whole DCEU cavalcade, like montage. So this whole thing included... Of course, the Batman. Yes. Of course, Black Adam. And Flash. And Flash and Aquaman. I think the biggest surprise was I didn't realize that JSA was going to play so heavily into Black Adam. I, like, that's a little exciting to me. Sure. I mean, it's still the JSA that we don't really like. I know. I've always liked the JSA. I don't know why. I don't read anything about them. I don't care. But I've always. Oh wait, liked- you're saying JSA? I thought you were meant Justice League. Never mind. No, no, Sorry, no. I, I mean the Justice Society. I mean. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. I mean because we're Contessa Swindell as yeah. Cyclone. Yes. I mean Noah Centino as Adam Smasher. I mean. 
Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. I will say Hawkman, um, the footage of Hawkman, that looked pretty, he looked pretty cool. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. So, I, like, I, I could, I think I could, like, I could get down with Black Adam if, and are you hearing me, DC, if it doesn't take itself too fucking seriously. Yeah. I can get with Black also, Adams as long as he can get with my friends. <laughs> and by that, do you mean fuck your friends? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so, this is my biggest, so I like, I'm very scared about what's happening in the U- Ukraine. Sure. I'm more scared about this Oscar fan favorite award. Cause I swear to Christ, if the incels come out and it's justice league, the black and white justice league, I will. Wait, what are you talking I don't, about? I, are they really doing an so Oscar the Oscars is favorite? having like a vote, like like a People's Choice Award? Yeah, are they actually going to give an Oscar to the movie? I, they're going to give it some sort of recognition. I don't know. It's called the Fan Favorite Award. I don't know if they get like an Oscar statue. But do you know that this fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League was in first place? Yeah, that's and that's it's like in the future they're going to be like, and we knew that the it was the end of society <laughs> when when Zack Snyder's Justice League cut one. <laughs> it it was just surpassed by another movie. What? It's now in second place. Camilla, what's her name? Camilla Cabello's um, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for real? Yes. Do not oh, fuck with teenage oh, girls. Oh. Do not do it. Do not oh, do it. Oh, God. Girl, I'm your fairy godmother. Shit. Anyway, I will say this. I was talking to someone. They're like, why should I watch another Batman movie? And I was like, I don't <gasps> know. It's Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I was it like, looks great. I was like, that's cool. I was like, Ben Affleck. It was like, who cares? And, and I feel like... Uh, there was an excitement with Christopher Nolan's and Christian Bale as Batman, but I felt they really kind of like started like after Heath Ledger's Joker, all of the ones after that kind of, was it just one after that? Yeah. 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 Like with, with Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. And then of course we had Tom Hardy. Hello, I'm Tom Hardy. That, that was so bad. Yeah. That movie's that kind so of, bad. That kind of ruined it. And, um, so I guess it's just also Robert Pattinson. And what is it with, um, I think Kristen Stewart is a really good actress. And I think Robert Pattinson's a really good actor, but I also yeah, hate Yeah, everyone Twilight, does. But I hate Twilight. Yeah, because it's the writing and it's the way it's shot and it's everyone else in the movie. I saw an interview with Robert Pattinson where he said um, he was actually pulled aside during Twilight and someone was like, you need to get your shit together. You're going to be fired because you're terrible. <laughs> oh my God. I will say there is a Robert Pattinson shirtless scene in this trailer and I've rewound it twice. Doesn't he have like kind of some emo eyeliner on in it too? Well, everyone is up in arms about the fact that he had like black makeup smeared around his eyes, but guess what everybody? So did Michael Keaton and so did Christian Bale. It's part of the costume. They just didn't be overt about it. And also, it. If do you, you know look who at them, puts black makeup under their eyes? Soldiers, football players. It's, right. it's a thing that you do for combat. There is the scene, you know, the scene in Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer where 
Batman rips his cowl off like rubber at yeah. the end and in front of Christopher Walken. He has he, the makeup on. They, but right, no, right before he rips the cowl off when they cut back to him, they cut away from Michelle Pfeiffer. They cut back to him. He doesn't have the black makeup on so he can rip it off and not be wearing it. And he looks so stupid. If you pause it and are like, look at him without black makeup on under that mask. It looks ridiculous. But also, of course, of course, um, Bruce Wayne, this Bruce Wayne, of course, he was listening to Dashboard Confessional after his parents. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. He was like, hell yeah. He was like putting bangs on one side of his eye and fucking putting dark makeup. on. This is my chemical romance, Bruce Wayne. Exactly. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Fucking. And this very much looks like the movie could be called Batman and Catwoman. Like, I think yeah. she is up there. Very prominent. With him in terms of, yeah. Love it. I will say, I thought Anne Hathaway was an amazing Catwoman. I think she was at peak annoyingness. And I think that her actual personality um, marred her actual It was like short after the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. And I think her performance was fine. And I am the only person on earth when they did the Joseph Gordon-Levitt name reveal at the end. I screamed with joy. I loved it. Oh, I liked that too. I didn't scream with joy because I'm not. I loved sick, it. But I liked it. He As soon as they were like, oh, oh, it's under your real, maybe it's under my real name. I was like, oh, say Robin, say Robin. And he did. And then there was Aquaman, which I felt didn't, for me, didn't have enough details for me to know what what was going on i'm just like like, aquaman i'm I'm super not into momoa's aquaman super not i am into i liked i liked the first aquaman movie i thought was good it was fine but like i kind of don't care i do care about black manta like i love yaya's black manta i love it and uh but then it looks like we definitely are getting more now let's go into the multiverse in dc with flash So, yeah. I hate Ezra Miller's Flash. I really do. Is that so because dumb. you hate Ezra Miller? I I just think all of it, like the way it's the way he looks, uh the way he runs, his approach to the character, the fact that he choked that bitch in a toy store, like all those things aren't working for me. <laughs> Yeah, it is weird how uh, it is just so funny what people decide to ignore. And people are like, we really need these DC movies. So can we just ignore this? Okay. And like, what's that awful scene where like he has to, he's the Flash. Isn't it in Justice League where like he has to run faster than the speed of light to like, I don't know, stop the end of the world or whatever. And he's like, dad. I just want you to know that one of your kids was one of the ones. I was like, this is the dumbest scene in a movie I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Everything about this is so dumb. And uh, Joss Whedon shot, took it out. It's garbage. It's it's like parody. It's so bad, Dad. <laughs> and uh, and then he's going to be, I think, is he still in the the Fantastic Beasts movies too? Probably. Talk about, uh, oh, I'm so excited to have this Harry Potter universe by, um, this, Ooh, by the second um, 
by the second release, you're like, ooh, J.K. Rowling's a little problematic. And ooh, Ezra Miller's a little problematic. Oh, no, Johnny Depp is a little problematic. So now the third movie, you're like, oh, we're still making this? Yeah, and the, wasn't it recently where, um, what's his name, Eddie Redmayne was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done the Danish girl. And we were like, yeah, you think? Yeah, exactly. It was just like, <laughs> let's have the most problematic performers all just like lump them all together. And, Throw them uh, in there. I know what the thing that's also weird. You know what I just want to be addressed in the third Fantastic Beast movie? Why did Dumbledore go from wearing gorgeous three-piece suits to wearing wizard robes? To like those ratty, I Wear, know. Ratty wizard robes. Something had to have happened. I think it was a breakup. Or yeah, understand. he saw a trans woman using the women's restroom and it put him up. Uh, and just fell into a deep depression. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I guess unnatural. I can wear a dress too. Oh, Ugh, fucking geez. Dumbledore, you fucking transphobic piece of shit. Fuck J.K. Rowling. Anyway, let's move on. Up with Jasmine Kennedy, down with J.K. Rowling. Yes. Oh, you watched uh, Drag Race? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, I read a thing. It's like, oh, my God. Somebody tweeted like, or somebody said, maybe Bosco said this, like, Carrie Colby is like the ring. You meet her and seven days later, you realize you're trans too. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is. She's, she's very beautiful. Um, but that is, uh, it does sadden me to think that someone doesn't want to come out as trans because they don't think they could look like a Carrie Colby. That, that, that saddens me. That, 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 that is a reason you're too. not becoming yeah. your true self. Because right. you feel you couldn't pass. That, that's just such a, I mean, it's something I could never uh, even fathom to understand. It's so, And that that coming out scene of Jasmine Kennedy, um, like she was given the ugly cries. Like I, everyone. Oh, immediately. Group, as soon. Yeah. As soon as I someone was, was like, have you ever thought people, about transitioning? We like you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, oh, I was me, like, oh, my God. oh, fuck. But I will say the worst segue ever. Where T.S. Madison, who is going to be premier, she's in the new show that I'm working on. She is a guest star. Oh. Um, um, I got to interview her. She's amazing. Anyway, T.S. Madison leaves, and then Deja Sky is just like, so has anyone here ever want to be trans? Has <laughs> anyone like, here ever been trans? What? <laughs> like, you could tell a producer was like, hey, Deja, I know. Deja ask um, if anyone here is trans. Yeah, right. They're like, Deja, we need, we need something. We need you to do something. I know. But uh, good TV. Good TV. Good TV, that drag race. Wow, we've done a lot of talking and we haven't even gone to... We did a lot of screen. Should we talk about some X-Men comic books? Yeah, let's get a little x in here. I'm all hot and Ooh. bothered, are you? Head it. Oh. I want your X. Come on. So we've got two weeks of books to talk about. We've got X Deaths of Wolverine number two, X Lives of Wolverine number three, Secret X Men number one, New Mutants twenty four, and X Men number eight. Yeah. Can we start with New Mutants? Um. Oh, okay. All right, sure. Oh, what do you want to start with? Oh, I just wanted to give. Uh, it's just we can talk about New Mutants, but just. I, uh, someone in the comments of when I was, uh, going through forums and stuff on these books, it was funny where they're like, they should rename the X lives of Wolverine to quantum leap and the X deaths of Wolverine to Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. 
Um, okay, let's talk about new mutants. Yes. This one is interesting. I remember we were kind of, there's a lot of controversy going around of like, when can and can't you resurrect yourself? When is a good or yes. bad reason to resurrect yourself? And I will say even us, we were like, hey, why did karma come back? Without her leg, like we're we're throwing all of these our own like ableist assumptions on why should someone die and why should someone come back, like all of that stuff in there. And so I think this is an interesting thing that they're kind of starting to address of like, actually, it should just be the person's choice of whether of yes. how they want to come back, which I love. I will say that just this. feels like the right way to go. Oh, here we go. You know, I don't want to say I never. Okay, this is the other thing. I always this is all just my opinion, but I do not like the art in this, Mm-mm. like at all. No, me neither. Like a lot. Um, Beirut, Danilo Beirut is the name. Okay. Um, and it is just not my cup of tea. It just takes me out of it. And I just will say there is something where I, is, and I don't mind stylized. There is like, when you have like Pepe Larraz, it's like, that is quintessential comic book drawing to perfection. Like just that, that kind of Jim Lee booking. standard of like just beautiful. Um, but I also don't mind something that's very stylized. But for me, if, yeah, that has its own- if you can't get the facial expressions right, I'm, I'm done. Like if you yeah. need to be able to get, and it's not getting the facial expressions for me. Um, yeah. They also in this new mutants discuss the rapport about the rapport that uh, Danny and Rain have. Yes. And I think because she was resurrected, it's gone. Is that what they were saying? I think they were saying it still exists. It's still kind of there, but it's different. It's still kind of there. Yeah. And they're still bringing up the fact that her child, Tear, that is technically alive. So I'm just like, oh, he's coming back any moment. I feel like he's about to come back soon. I do too. They're really bringing his name up a lot. And... um and then it just looks like Cosmar. They're finally like, "All right, we're gonna let you. We're gonna we're gonna help you out with your appearance." Finally, Jesus, and she's never looked better. Well, I mean, we don't know what she originally looked like. That's true. Um, but rather than resurrecting her, they just sent her off to mask. Right. Like fix her. And um, Mask is really Mask is just a generous mutant these days. Yeah. And I think that would be amazing is like if I mean, especially for I would love it if then there's like a trans mutant. Who is like, hey, help help someone out. Let's get some make me look like Harry Colby. (laughs) Exactly. Let's get some some thin this jawline, bitch. Can Mask just to can Mask fix the bone underneath? Well, I guess he can. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, probably. And here's my problem with the art is then there's also like a meeting up of uh, of Thunderbird and um, is his name still Warpath? I think so. 
I feel like isn't that offensive? Shouldn't that be changed? I feel like it should be it should be Proud Star. Proud Star. Okay, I'm going to call him Proud Star. So Thunderbird yeah. and Proud Star have like a meetup, and uh, I just feel the art, like the 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 expressions, are just all dead to me. And so I think it it kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like it was written very beautifully, and it's this very poignant moment. And I felt the art to not raise to the level. Well, of you, you kind of have John Proudstar showing up, Thunderbird showing up, like smiling like a dummy, and you're like, "Hey, I feel like he would have a different face." Yeah, he was all being like, "Also, hey, sexy, what's up?" It's certainly a choice to make Jimmy a lot bigger than John. That that's odd to me. I would have went the other way. Really. Yeah, like John was always this kind of like mythical, like bigger than life thing to Jimmy. And I would reflect that. I mean, I guess there's an irony in Jimmy being so much bigger than no, John. No, but I just felt when you, like in the original X-Men, he was always the same size as everyone. True, true, true. Where he's always been, where, uh, where, where. Yeah, no, that's a good Prowl point. Star's always like just so much huger and bigger than everybody. It's so weird though. It's like when I was reading this, I was like, wow, as much as I've had Thunderbird in my life, like reading X-Men for as long as I have, I don't know this character at all. None of us do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's been dead. He's been dead for so long and he was given so much, so little airtime as it will. Like he died yeah. pretty fast. We don't know him at all. We don't know what makes him tick. We, yeah. But um, I must say my favorite thing here oh, is that yes. fucking she's no, just no girl oh yes ah oh, what did you think i was talking about i thought you were talking about goblin queen just chilling at the bar with her under boob yeah that is weird too and i'm like why 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 are you wearing the put her in the pilot outfit why does she gotta wear the the villain how about let's have the i want to wear the same outfit that i was murdered in <laughs> you know, it's like you know, you know that outfit I tried to slice my baby in half in. I want to wear that. Yeah, and also it's just like maybe how about we just lose under boob altogether? Yeah. Under boob I mean, whoa, is not, whoa, whoa. Whoa. All right, in in a in when you're fighting crime or working as a superhero or a supervillain, no under boob. If you want to go to the beach, if you want to go to the club, under boob. If you want to go to the Green Lagoon. Exactly. But I just find it a little like we don't need the under boob. Now, what if Madeline Pryor, what if Madeline Pryor chooses a new mutant name and it is under boob? (laughs) Can she wear it then? (laughs) Mistress under boob. Um, Um, Yeah. So back to no girl, though. What what stood out about her look to you? Well, the thing that's amazing is that they didn't do so she's she resurrected. also wasn't resurrected. Oh, she wasn't? No. She was. Storm is like No. You didn't read it properly. Oh, the teach she me. She has her head like that. Her head looks like a brain is because they just made the body and then they put her brain in the body. They did not kill her brain and then resurrect the whole thing. They basically just did a brain transplant. Oh. So they just recreated her body because that was the only thing that was missing and then put her brain in there. Oh, fun. Which but is like, oh, what that's stood smart. out to you? What stood out to me? 
Um, I don't know. She what? looks like that bitch. For, she looks like Clio Bell of Silo Bell from House, uh, Powers of Ten. That is true. And that could, I wonder if that, that could, I'd say right now that could just be a coincidence. Because those are so far, I will say it could be the technology used for that could then be used in the later sinister to make those black brain machinations hounds yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. It's just interesting. Um, and, uh, and what do you think, and then, what do anyway, you think is going to happen with, uh, and then it looked like Havoc was at the bar with Madeline Pryor. Oh my God. Havoc. Havoc reminds me more and more of vigilante from peacemaker. Yeah. Every time I read. I think now I'm like, oh, that's Havoc. He's vigilante. Yeah. But what is this thing with, what is magic wanting to do with the Goblin Queen? I'm not sure, but I think the next storyline is basically a war between them for control of Limbo. Oh. Well, then I guess whatever they were working on doesn't work out the way she thinks. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Ileana's like, I don't want this place. You want this place. I'm going to give it to you, but you have to fight me for it. That's the rules. Oh, dem the rules. Dem the rules, B. How about we talk about Secret X-Men? Sure. I did not like this. Oh, okay. Did you like it? Listen, I'm going <sighs> to... I have always tried to keep these comments to myself whenever we talk about Excalibur or X-Corp. Whenever I read Teeny Howard stuff, I always have to go back to panels I've already read and be like, wait, what? It happens every time. And it happened here a few times. I'm not saying that really like defined my reading experience. I didn't dislike this book. But I just don't. I just don't think you and I connect to Teeny Howard that much. I don't know. You love Excalibur. I do like Excalibur, but I will say I'm more connecting to just it's my nostalgia, like right, for the old right. Excalibur that that is being brought back. I think my problem with this is that Hickman has already established Bobby as a very certain character. Yeah, and this yeah. Bobby is not that character. Bobby yeah. is like a genius strategizer. He's yeah, he's and not a himbo. He's just like a hapless boob, like a rich hapless yeah. boob. With a <laughs> hapless boob. Like Who are you, Madeline Pryor? <laughs> right, right, right. And yeah, so it just like read, have, read just very untrue to me. He has that cocky swagger kind of in here, but he doesn't have like the good parts. And I would say Vita Ayala, they also kind of were writing him that way. And maybe that's where it's coming from. But it just feels very off to me. Yeah. And I don't know. I I also will just feel that the reasoning of like, hey, all of you people that didn't be the X-Men, you all should be on the team. I don't know. That just did not seem like a really good enough reason yeah she was like Xandra was like i just liked the fact that they just all drank they did shots together and therefore i want them as my x-men i was like okay okay yeah and then even it was mentioned to be like oh wow we should have had a telepath and it's like no and i guess maybe Xandra didn't want one for that reason but i don't know 
Plus, I, I hate yeah. Marrow, and I hate Marrow. God, I hate and Marrow. And the bone, the bone spacesuit that that does that doesn't work. Yeah, that's, that's not a thing. That's, that is impossible. What, what are we doing here? And I liked at first the scramble page where you were like, it, for the secret password, unscramble. But I was like, but what? This doesn't make sense. Like they got in because I was able to solve this puzzle. Yeah, and also, and the answer was like, was kind of like lackluster yeah and also it's just like anyone who played word jumble in the in the new york times every week wordle be able to do this are you playing wordle? i'm like listen i have a hundred percent score on wordle i've never gotten a wordle wrong like what am i doing i here i will say this i was a little too cavalier in the beginning where i was like trying real hard to guess it uh as as quickly as possible oh, and then fucked me. myself over and there were other times and then there were two times where i did not get it very early on and now it's just i haven't my ranking i have an intimate relationship with puzzles like me and puzzles we we have a deep personal relationship that goes way back so i take puzzles very i used personally. to play the jumble and- every day in the baltimore sun and the jumble for the quick-witted did Sorry, you that was Mr. Uh, Burns line? <laughs> did you ever do you, I, I don't only play Wordle, I played Dordle and Quordle. I played Quordle once and I fucking nailed it. Yeah, I've got But it. I'm like, listen, I'm I'm a purist. I just want Wordle. Like everything else is like a reaction to Wordle. I just want the original. Anyway, Secret X-Men, it's a little snoozy. It's a it's a little I do I do like I do like though there's one thing I do like and it is it is kind of in that weird like they had shots together I do like that for some reason this particular mix of characters just gets along really well that I think is really appealing that's never been the basis of a super team before is like these randos just click and they just like each other yeah and they get along great when they're together I do like that aspect. I also wish Zandra, um, I wish her and her dad would have a conversation. Right? Every she, time they're like, oh, Xavier's and daughter. Half, she would be a mutant. She's half mutant. I guess. She's psychic as fuck. But then again, so are the Shi'ar. I mean, the Super Guardians. Oracle. I always loved Oracle. and I, actually, I do love Oracle. It's, Oracle is, still has her Jim Lee costume that she yeah, had. In issue 275 is where that costume Look at you. came out because it's one of my favorite issues. Jim Lee actually signed that issue. Um, but I secretly loved her, like the Oracle from when she was fighting Phoenix on the moon. Oh, yeah. With the kind of more like bouffant hair. Um, I, I miss that outfit. Do you trust Oracle and Delphus? Which Oracle I love, I love has Oracle betrayed everybody. Oracle's betrayed everybody 5,000 times. So I don't understand why. Like they're clearly should. manipulating Xandra, right? Yes. And and there was just like a previous thing where she was like lying to everybody. I don't know why anyone trusts Oracle. Maybe she's psychically making them trust her. So whatever. I'm done talking about Secret X-Men. Fuck that. Okay. How about we dive into some lives and deaths? Let's do that. The deaths of... Wolverine. Terminator 2. So, 
this one's interesting because it's like, hey, Moira, we're going to give you an arm. I was like, oh, she has an arm from a warlock. Nope. Nope. Has to chop it off because that's what Mystique is using to track her. And oh, the irony of Mystique and Destiny chopping her arm off because that's what Xavier and Magneto were using to track her. I know. In Inferno. Jesus Christ. She's like, how many times do I have to get my goddamn arm chopped off? Mystique is like, we got to stop putting tracking devices in arms. Now, I will say. And then she blew up. I will say this. This art is very stylized. And I'm more into it. Yeah. It matches the book. And, but how about this Wolverine, this weird techno organic Wolverine, this phalanx Wolverine? Is he from one of Moira's other lives or is he from the future? Don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated to find out. I also feel that. I also still feel that being like that Charles and Magneto just letting them, oh, we're just going to let Moira be exiled and we're never going to talk to her again. And we're just going to let Mystique go out and try and kill her is so stupid and asinine yeah. and not a good plan. I would be like, oh, Moira is going to, I would be like, I don't know. I just feel like, oh, she's going to try and cure all of us, but she still helped build all of this. Maybe we can change her mind. Maybe we can. And like, I don't know. Like, keep in mind, like Moira's intention was never to cure all mutants. It was to cure herself, knowing that if she invented that cure, the likelihood is it would eventually be used on all mutants. Yes. And I think, I don't know, I just feel like it's a thing where it's like it's being made worse and it's just being, it's just a glaring tactical uh, like omission that it's just like, I have to suspend my disbelief that it's like, hey, we're able to, um, to, ter- to, to terraform a whole planet, but we can't fucking figure out how to deal with Moira McTaggart. I don't know. Right. It's just, it's the same thing with Orcus. Where it's like, we can't blow up this thing near the sun, but we can terraform Mars. Yeah, I don't believe you. I know. Technically, Vulcan should be able to fly to the sun and blast the fucking thing until the cows come home. Yes. And it would be over with and done. But that's just too easy. Right. You need some story. Anyway, uh, Mystique is fucking blown up. She sure does kill Mystique, but I'm like... Destiny, didn't you see that coming? Well, she said, I warned her that this would happen. I warned her. She never listens. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Anyway, when is the Immortal X-Men coming out? Because I'm just like, that is. I don't know, but I can't wait. I need it. I need it. Um, Did anything else interesting happen in this? Well, in this one, I mean, this was essentially just one big chase between Mystique, Moira, and Phalanx Wolverine. Yeah. They don't give you any information about Phalanx Wolverine. Yeah. And Moira gets the drop on Mystique, period. And it looks like she kind of has the drop on Wolverine because she's like aiming to shoot Phalanx Wolverine in the cop car as like, oh, a yeah. sniper. Yeah. 
And that maybe that is that bring, what's happening, but that brings us to the X lives of Wolverine. And also, like, how do we know X lives of Wolverine isn't going to end with Wolverine becoming this phalanx Wolverine and then going back to, you know what I mean? Possibly. But it is weird that these have nothing to do with each other. And I mean, they're connected, but they're not. Well, they're connected as in they their stories are not reliant on one another. But I just. Well, except that Jean, while she was doing X lives, sensed the phalanx Wolverine from X deaths. Yeah. And then here's a whole thing of like, oh, we can put stuff in a black hole and it won't be affected by the time stream. I don't think that's a thing. Well, it was established in Powers of Ten. When did they do that? The whole dominions and phalanxes and world minds. And when you like, it was like black holes are essentially like. Well, black holes are intelligence. And they, they exist out of time. They said they exist. Oh, they exist out of time. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess I, I still hate, I still hate this. I said, I hated it last issue and I hate it now, especially because it was like, Oh, oh, I don't want my son to die. Oh, look, Romulus shows up and stabs my wife. That looked pretty fatal to me, but now she's okay. She's fine. And everything's fine. I don't know. It was just like all. My favorite is I'm going to stop Sabretooth with a beehive. (laughs) Yeah, I just. I, I like this book. I'm digging it. I like skinny teenage Wolverine coming to the rescue. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't care. I like I that there was Red. a. I hate Colossus' yeah. brother. I hate the stupid Cerebro sword. I hate all of it. Yeah, I agree. It's just not important. And then for him to be like, I have reality warping powers and I have Colossus here. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to go back in time I just want to go back in time and make Professor X not exist. I don't know. It's just so stupid. And it's so basic, right? It seems yeah. like we're past this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, what is basic, but in a wonderful way, is X-Men. X-Men? Number eight. I have never seen this art. Who would have thought Modoc drawn so amazing? I know. Pepe Larraz, I think, is the greatest comic book artist of all time. I'm going to just throw it out. I agree. It is flawless at, and every It's dynamic. so good. And I guess I have to give it up to the colorists or, and inkers as well. It's, it's just perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. A lot of good stuff here. Love a classic hero battle against MODOK. On a cruise ship, number one. Love Laura Wolverine being like, why do people go on these fucking cruise ships? It's so gross. Yeah. And also, how about let's have a huge battle. But while we're having a battle, let's have a psychic conversation about our relationship. That is what I am here for. That really shows Laura's Laura's personality coming through, through of like, when she's like, how long did it take for me to finally like take to you? And he's like, not long. Like, 217 years she's like wow did that fast (laughs) i love it 
And I like it that she's now at the point where she's like, yeah, I know we fucked and we loved each other and I don't want those memories back. But I, and, but I'm, I'm, but there's a thing of her where she's kind of like acknowledging that it's like, you have these feelings and I'm going to acknowledge that you're going through it. Yeah. And I I like that she's not doing the typical Wolverine thing, which is ignoring it, pretending it didn't happen. Yeah. I love it. I love Cyclops meeting Modok like on the astral plane while Modok is barbecuing heads of X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just such a good book. I love it. I love the introduction of Deadpool movie version of Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I know. I was looking at that and I was like, oh, I think that is her first appearance. The one thing yeah. I would like if she does show that, back that up, seen. they need to include that she has um, future telling powers as well. Does she? Yes, that's what her first appearance. She's like, I saw us all die. Oh, oh, oh! In yeah, no, they'll probably Graham just Morrison's. go with her stupid. Yeah, they'll probably go with her you stupid little just, explosive powers. That. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I love Cyclops in this issue so much. Yeah. His Jerry Duggan dr- writes him with such a dry sarcasm. Yeah. Or a dry wit where he's watching the the video of Modoc when they're flying there at the beginning and Scott's like, "Did he did he really just yell for science?" <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end where Sink tries to quit cuz it's just like a little too much with him and Laura and and all that. And Cyclops goes, you quit and Captain Krakoa, or you're done when Captain Krakoa tells you you're done. Because <laughs> <Just laughs> he hates Captain Krakoa so much. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's great. God, I love Scott. I love Scott Summers. I love him. Know what else I love? What? Peacemaker. Yeah, me too. Let's hit that music. Right. I had to just play. I just had to play a little bit. Since we're only talking about Peacemaker, I just had to play the opening credits a little bit. Oh, that song! Constant loop in my head. Yeah, that and Anka Jams. This finale was incredible. I do have one beef with it. What? And it's it's uh, it's the same thing I had with many of these other Marvels. When something's this good, I want more. And it ended as if this is it. And we're not getting a season two, but we are getting a season two. Oh, but we are. Yeah. So I wish it gave just a little bit more of a flavor of what what is season what's two going to be about, what's going to happen. I just wanted a well, flavor of something more of like what the season two yeah. is going to be about. Do you know? Do you know? Like to me, there was a little bit of like a reveal at the end. In that, like, I think Peacemaker is more batshit crazy than we think he is. Like, um, I had to tweet like, oh my God, that final shot. Cause the final shot was just so powerful to me. Cause it was so like trailer, trailer trash, red America, but you knew that it wasn't that, Yeah. you know? And it just, it was, it gave you imagery, but you knew the irony behind the imagery, but also there was something like odd about it. And one of our listeners tweeted at me and was like, so he's crazy, right? 
Oh shit, I haven't responded yet. Uh, and he, uh, but yes, like I, I do think that he's, cause he's got Goff there. He's got the dad there. Like you can question his relationship with Eagly after the reveal of, of that. <laughs> Where it's like Eagly doesn't know what he's fucking saying. <laughs> he's not communicating with Eagly. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, but let's, let's talk about the beginning of this. They're going to kill the cow. They're going to kill the cow. And, uh, I, uh, we were eating. Luckily we were, we decided to be like, oh, let's have dinner. Oof. That's tough. There's a lot of nipple. And luckily we were like, oh, we there. need to eat this fast. Cause this is gorgeous. Fuck. It's gross. <laughs> Um, I like. I also the cow is gross. Yeah, I, I also just love. It's just the per, you know this last one. It was written directed by James Gunn, and it just has yes. that fun, fun, silly banter that we know and love. And those and those deep character moments kind of embedded in it. And I will say this: the one thing that is interesting is. Um, all these previous episodes, Adeboyo was has always been like a fuck up, and this right, one she's but- like, "Here's the plan. Oh, what? Give me these guns. I'm gonna start shooting shit." Like she was a lot more badass, and so Which I am curious. Her mom, of like, what is her past when she was? Her going mom to said, "You were born for this. Like you were born for this." Like I feel like was, she was had, what her mom like, said to her in the beginning. Like, do you remember Spy with Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, movie. and Allison Janney comes out and she's like, hey, you just help out Jude Law, but I found these old things of you um, back where you were in training. And it's her like kicking ass. And I almost feel yeah. like it's the same thing with her. Yes. That she was actually really confidence. good, but she's like, but I want to eat pussy. And so I don't want right. to I think I think it's it's confidence and finding yourself and like connecting with yourself. And like, A, it turns out that um, what's... What's Peacemaker's name? Real name? Chris? Chris. It just turns out that like Chris and Leota, like they are just wonderful partners. Like she when she when she when Danielle Brooks delivers the line, like, I was born for this. Yeah. And Adebayo just kicks fucking ass. Like, you're like, oh, this is what Viola was talking about. In the beginning, like here it is. Here's the payoff of it. Yeah, but it was weird because like you never saw it hinted at. You know, you never saw like inkling of it. Well, she coming out. I mean, I guess you did did say it a bunch of times. Like I was born for this, but then she would never prove it. She would always prove the opposite of that. But she sure did fucking prove it. She just went wilding with two pistols, and it was amazing. Although, but then she did put on the torpedo. Uh, she puts on peacemakers and kind yeah, of well, she, and, um, <laughs> I just love that they had all those peacemaker helmets with the different powers activate sonic boom activate human torpedo it was good stuff it I love that you, when like, she what was like what's the one is. what's the one that floated oh yeah what was that I don't remember but when she was just like when you, and then you'll say activate floating and then it just starts going <laughs> and he's like did, did you, you just, just say activate, <laughs> activate floating Oh my god, it was so funny. And I called that I, a second when they were like, "Here, I'm going to give it to to Eagly, and he's going to fly it there." I'm like, "That that person." Oh, of course. And, and that's when I love that. Um, Amelia was like, "I knew that fucking bird did not understand what you were saying." 
I loved when Amelia and Vigilante and Peacemaker, like the three of them, like the slow motion badass walk when they like the three of them walked into the field and like took everyone down. But yeah. Vigilante and, and Amelia basically get taken out. Uh, chills. That's the so good shit. Good. That's the stuff we love. And then in the end, Peacemaker is given a choice. Um, Goth is, is basically like, no, we're here to try and stop how stupid to, America is. And I even, I had this realization days later. I was like, oh shit, I'm an idiot. Basically, she said, we're here to bring peace at any cost, which was always Peacemaker's fucking thing. But then he still chose to follow through on the mission. Why? Because he knew they would hurt his friends. Yeah. No. And that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about, everyone. That's what that's what we're here for. I, I really love the that. dynamics of being able to drink water and breathe the air, but not being able to eat the food. Yeah, sure. Who cares? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's about tummies, stomachs. Whatever. Digestion. It doesn't make any I sense. I really, I just really like that. Like his character was always like, like in, in the Suicide Squad, like he was more of, he was kind of one note, you know, I'm here to make um, peace no matter who I have to kill. Like he was just that joke told in a number of ways. Yeah. But then to like give that to him be like we're here to bring peace no matter what the cost and for him to reject that like that was a big character moment and we uh and then as they leave we get a great justice league moment uh that that was great and do you know the story behind that i heard that it was done on the guardians of the galaxy set yeah marvel shot it isn't that crazy marvel studios shot that scene the Justice League cameo scene. Where basically um, it kind of is established that um, Aquaman does fuck fish. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, we never talked about the penultimate episode um, because we skipped that week. How about when Vigilante was peeing on that tree? Oh, with mm. his butt shot? With his, with his whole ass out. I can't uh, pee without my pants all the way down. I'm like, I'm I don't want, I can't, I can't pee with something touching my butt. <laughs> so great. Oh, and that just him blowing his dad's brains out was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, this is the way forward for DC. Like, Well, everyone now is saying it's like, it's kind of this thing where these people are like, oh, Zack Snyder's is the future of DC. I'm like, no, he is the past. He's the past. He's the no, past, everybody. James Gunn. James Gunn is the future of DC. Him. Let him be the Kevin Feige of the entire DC universe. Listen, it, this is super easy. You're just rated R Marvel. This isn't hard. Exactly. That's how you. That's how you win. But you're rated R Marvel. They're all, but they're like, but it's comedy, and comedy is the Marvel thing, and DC shouldn't be funny. And you're like, fuck off. No, you're vulgar. It's you're vulgar comics. comedy. That. It's comics also. And it doesn't it's all characters. have to be funny. Because I think there is the room in the world for like a Logan and like a for sure Ant-Man. You know what I mean? The DC can do that as well. Yes. Marvel cannot, which is what Eternals proved to us. I thought you'd like Eternals, Eternals. could have been like a... No, I did. But Eternals could have been like a Logan. But they opted... 
to Did not. I tell you that I my when it came out, I watched it again with with Joe, and he did. Joe hated hate it. it. <laughs> I liked it. No, I know. I thought it was fine. It was still. It still was like fine. It was funny because when I was talking to you about Eternals, I'm like basically trashing it. But then when I was watching with Joe, I'm like trying to defend it. You're defending it because <laughs> I'm like more middle <laughs> of the road. Um, but oh, also in Peacemaker, I love that um, ads in the end. She fucking goes against her mom. Yes, and Viola Davis gets another fucking cameo where she's like, "What the fuck?" Like she basically calls her. her completely out. So that's going to be interesting. Oh yeah, because if is anyone doesn't give a fuck about their kid, it would be Amanda Waller. If Amanda oh, Waller absolutely. had to kill her, she would in a heartbeat. That's what I'm personally. That's what I think. Yeah, as a means to an end, of course. So that's going to be exciting for next season. We also see um, poor uh, Judo Master shows up at the end, eating his Cheetos. Where all of his friends are dead and he's like very sad so i guess it's like he's gonna, oh that's right he's gonna be another antagonist but i keep on being like he should be on the team i don't want him being the guy because i feel it is getting a bit old where it's just like he's almost like the term where it's like you shoot him down and then he escapes and comes back and goes crazy and starts beating everybody up and then they shoot him again and then it keeps happening well i mean they over. he just like He's just uh, Peacemaker was almost another Judo Master. Judo Master just agreed with them wanting to save the planet, the butterflies. He just agreed with it. Yeah, but but also so he's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy, right? And if he's not a bad guy, he should be fighting on their side. How about when he was eating Cheetos at the gas station, and they were like, "Oh, it's a leprechaun," and he beat the guy up, and then he made that like taunting face, like. That actor is really good. I will say, I like, him. as soon as they were saying that, I'm like, oh, they're going to get... Oh, I thought he was going to murder them, uh, which maybe they are dead. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah. Um, I am excited, but I really wish there was just a, an inkling of what's to come. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see a little uh, more of, oh, this is the new big... Like, who's the new big bad? If it's not the butterflies, yeah. if they've been... So, who's the new big bad? This this needs to be the DCEU. Like good, great, good. You're doing the JSA and Aquaman and Black Adam, great. Take all of your obscure characters and just do this. And put these on HBO Max. I mean, you have Doom Patrol, right? I hope Peacemaker boosts up Doom Patrol. The quality of Doom Patrol, yeah, I agree. And Titans, I love Titans too. I love Titans. Oh, that was a lot of stuff. I sure do. That was a lot of stuff. We had a lot of we had two weeks to make up, you know? Yeah. Well, we did it. We did it. Another week, another Thank you. X-Men. I I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week for TV. For TV. We have nothing. We're bereft. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we will. Because we love we you, will. listeners. We love you and we need you. Yes. Although, do we need you? Because without you, me and Brett would just call each other up and have the same conversation. I would say, like, we would have the same conversations. This would still happen. But we love you and we want you. Yes, like, we, we want, want you. you. We want you. We want your feedback. 
Oh, yeah. We want to talk about this shit. And over here, are you a gay guy that likes comics, but you are in a crowd where everyone just listens to Ariana Grande and they just are watching Euphoria and you're like, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about the X-Men. Well, come listen to us. We're here for you. Yeah, we are there for you. These five words, we swear to you. (laughs) And one- All right, everyone. One other thing I do want to bring up. Yes. Another thing is that if you did happen to watch the season finale of Peacemaker, well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you (gasps) queer. Queer. Bye. 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 Bye.